Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. And a very good Friday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again. The O the Pain podcast, Friday, December 8, 2023. And the Joe Beningo O the Pain podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. Of course, Anita Discount Tire and our friends at DraftKings. Well, it's been a uh, very interesting week for me, to say the least, uh, as I'm sure everybody's aware. Unfortunately, this controversy uh, with myself and and head coach Robert Sala. Before I, before I even start to get into some of this, and we'll do my NFL picks uh, for, uh, what are we up to, week 14 uh, in the National Football League. I continue to have a very, very good year. Uh, making these picks, but we'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to the whole thing with Zach Wilson going to be back playing quarterback again for the Jets this week and all of that. But first of all, let me thank a few people. I want to thank my my cohorts over at WFAN for the lovely picture they put up of me uh, as the time man of the year. I think actually the person of the year was Taylor Swift, of course. I don't think it was me, but as the time man of the year um, with a cat you know, draped across uh, you know, the back of my neck. And I, I, just a couple suggestions with this picture. Number one, you could uh, put a picture up of me like from now, not from like 20 years ago. I mean, we could start with that, okay? That picture's at least 15 years old, probably more than that. And if you're going to put, put a cat up on my neck, put one of my cats, maybe both Dante and Iggy, up on my neck. So just a suggestion <laughs> to my friends at WFAN, uh, you know, uh, just a lovely, very flattering picture. And we appreciate that. But if you're going to do that, let's at least update the picture and put my cats in the picture as well. That, that's number one. Number two, I really, and I, I am so thankful to uh, Boomer Esiason and Greg Giannotti for the kind words that they said to me this week. I mean, thank you so much, Boomer. Thank you so much, Gio. Really Really appreciated it, and and I really enjoyed uh, going on their show the other day. So thank you for all the nice things you said, and thank you for allowing me uh, to come on your radio show, uh, uh, the morning show on WFAN. With that said, look, this whole thing uh, to me it's it's been blown completely out of proportion. Now, should I have you know said what I said? Probably not. Okay. In fact, I should not have said it's not even probably. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, number one. Now, <clears throat> I totally misunderstood what Coach Salah was saying, and obviously he was reacting to the fact that for you know for weeks I've been screaming about Zach Wilson, you know him not playing, and now all of a sudden I'm pushing for him to play again. 
And I misunderstood it to say, well, you know, maybe the coach really doesn't like Zach, which I didn't think was going to turn into the, you know, turmoil that it did. But unfortunately, it did. And, you know, I got to take full responsibility for that. And, and it is what it is. But the only person that, you know, I feel bad for and the only person that I would apologize to is Coach Salah because I dragged him into this when it shouldn't have had to be. You know, I it should not have, you, you know, and I did apologize to him, obviously. I apologized to the Jet uh, Public Relations people too, Eric Gelfand, okay, because it was something that shouldn't have been done and I did not want to get the coach in any kind. I mean, the fact that the coach had to answer questions about this at his press conference, you know, uh, I felt very bad about that. And, and I'm sure he was uncomfortable with it. But let me say this, all right? And I don't know how it's going to work out for Coach Salah. I think he's going to be here the rest of the year. Would be would be nice if they don't end the year on a 10-game losing streak. That would be nice. But I think the coach is going to get another year. He's going to get his year with Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback and, and all of that. And obviously, they better make the playoffs next year uh, if it goes down that way. But look, and I don't know how it's going to play out for Coach Salah down the road here. I mean, I'd like to see him be the coach for forever here with the team because first, number one, I'm tired of the constant revolving door of head coaches that we've had here. We've, you know, since Parcells in nine, you know, Parcells left after the '99 season, we've been through eight head coaches in the last 25 years. You look at the Pittsburgh Steelers; they've been through three coaches in the last, you know, 53 years. So, you know, you'd like to see some stability at the position. I don't know how it's going to play out. I really don't. But I'll say this, and it was very nice of the coach to say what he said about me at the press conference. You know, that was a a great way to end it and kind of completely diffuse the situation. And I'll say this about Coach Salah. Look, he may, I don't know, like I said, I don't know what kind of head coach he's going to turn out to be, you know. So far, it hasn't been great. I mean, he's 15 and 31. You know, as Parcells would always say, your record is what it is. You know, your record, uh, you know, it, it tells the story. You are what your record says you are. That's basically what Parcells always said. And 15 and 31 is not very good. You know, they ended last year on a six-game losing streak. He's lost five straight games now this year. So with five games, you know, left now in the regular season, obviously, obviously this game against Houston uh, coming up, on Sunday at the just lovely uh, MetLife Stadium. But I, I, I feel bad for him because I shouldn't have dragged him into this. And he's been a class act salad all the way. Uh, he's allowed me uh, to have this uh, relationship with him and allowed me to have this access to him. And I thank him. I thank him for that a million times over. I really, really do. And I, and I want to say this too. Let me say this as well. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, and I, look, I haven't been listening to all the, the stuff that's been said, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that feel, you know, I mean, the coach shouldn't the coach shouldn't be texting with a guy that's a fan, with a guy that's a, uh, a, a talk show host, whatever you want to call me, all right? All right? Number one, before I'm a talk, by the way, let me say this. Before I'm a talk show host, I'm a Jet fan. My Jet fandom comes before me being a talk show host. So let me... Put that out there. Okay, that's that comes before that. And I and I guess a lot of people had problems with it. I guess so. Well, the coach shouldn't be texting, you know, uh, with this fan, with this talk show host, whatever. And I wonder if the Jets were, let's say, eight and four instead of four and eight, would this be as big a deal? You know, I, I don't know. Would it? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. But 
right now, it is what it is. You know, I got to live with it. I feel terrible for Coach Sala. It's something I that should not have happened. But, again, I thank him for the access he gives me to him. And I'll say this. I think there's a lot of people out there. Let, let me ask you this. And I ask anybody out there who says he shouldn't be texting with me, all right? How many people, if they were in the same position I was in, I'm in right now, where I can, you know, go back and forth with the coach of the, the uh, football team I root for, if you were in the same position, what would you do? Not communicate with them? Is that what you would do? Because I doubt it. I doubt that. I'm sure 95% of the people in the same situation would do exactly that. And I'm not exactly the first guy, okay, in the history of the world or in the history of sports talk radio or head coaches to have a relationship with a head coach. We don't have to go back too many years to remember the relationship with Mike Frances and Bill Parcells. And let me just say this. Those guys had a far closer relationship than I have with Salah. You know, I'm not out, you know, um, buying a racehorse together with with the head coach. I'm not hanging out with the head coach. I'm not doing commercials with the head coach, all right? I'm not. All I do is text him back and forth. That's basically the extent of it. And I had a long conversation with him the other night. He called me on Monday night after all this crap went down. And he couldn't have been nicer to me, all right? And I don't want to get into, I'm not going to get into anything anymore about what I say to him or what's happening and all this crap. But it could not have been a better conversation than it was. And I got tremendous respect for this guy. This guy is a class act all the way. Again, is he the greatest head coach? Well, so far, no. The record says no. But as far as this guy being a class act as a person, you couldn't be a classier guy than he is. Uh, 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 and I and 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 I appreciate. Okay, I totally appreciate. You know what he said at his press conference, and I wonder if I was a beat writer, okay, and not just some <laughs> dumb fan and dumb talk show host, if it would be as big a deal. You know. Oh, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's been plenty of beat writers over the years that have had this kind of access to whoever the coach or manager or whatever is. And that's okay, right? That's okay. But I have to say that, again, I'm sorry this happened the way it did. Uh, I have to address it. You know, you have to uh, you have to get up there and face the music with all this. And, uh, you know, this is basically the story. And as my good friend, the great, I mean, there's not many greater than than my good buddy, Kenny Scarabaggio, okay? <laughs> Kenny's one of the greats of all time. Let me, and Kenny, you know, I praise him all the time. Kenny loves it. You know, Kenny, don't let your head get too big. Let me just take this here. <laughs> Henny's a, yeah, Ken, Henny, like I'm thinking of a Henny Youngman. Take my wife, please. <laughs> Kenny's become a big star now, you know? So anyway, but anyway, so Kenny said this, and this is so true. He said, bro, just remember this, he said. You've been in a lot worse situations than this. And God knows that's true. I mean, you know, this isn't exactly life and death here. And God knows that that Kenny's dead on about that. Leave it to Kenny to uh, sum it up so nicely. But nevertheless, it is what it is. And uh, we're going to move forward. I'm doing my radio show tomorrow. I'll be on uh, on the fan tomorrow from 10 to 2. I'm sure it's going to be a uh, quite the interesting show. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, I'd rather be playing golf, but I, you know, I don't think I'll be cutting out of this one, you know? No. So it's supposed to be a decent day tomorrow. So that's, so we'll wrap it up with that as far as the uh, text gate goes. I guess we'll call it text gate <laughs> for lack of a better, uh, better situation. But again, I want to thank Coach Sala for being the class act that he is. With that said, now let's go out and win some goddamn football games. I mean, they went back to Zach Wilson. Obviously, we saw Tim Boyle. He stinks. Tim Boyle's not an NFL quarterback. You know, thanks for the service for the two games you started, and they wound up cutting him. See ya. He's gone. Uh, Trevor Simeon is not any good either. I know Trevor Simeon has had some success in the league when he played for the Denver Broncos. But the bottom line is this. As much as we don't like Zach Wilson, as bad as Zach Wilson has been, the guy, the quarterback that gives the Jets the best chance to win a football game is Zach Wilson. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. And what has to happen, and hopefully we're going to see this on Sunday, and how about the fact it's supposed to rain again on Sunday, like 90% chance of rain. supposed to be like 60 degrees, but like a 90% chance of rain. It's amazing how many games this year at MetLife, not just Jet games, Giant games too. Remember when the Jets played the Giants, it rained. That was a brutal weather day too. How many games this year at MetLife has it rained? It is unbelievable. It's like every Sunday when there's a game at MetLife, Jet or Giant, it's rained. Just just crazy. But the bottom line is, Zach Wilson gives the Jets their best chance to win. And what has to happen this week as they play the, play the Texans in a game I actually feel pretty good about. I mean, I, I don't know why. Maybe with all the cosmic energy that's been going around, negative cosmic and pot, whatever, there's all kinds of different things going on right now in the atmosphere between the crap going on with me, between the stuff with Zach, where the report came out, you know, uh, earlier in the week that Zach, you know, uh, uh, doesn't want to play anymore for the Jets. He doesn't want to take the ball. He's afraid of getting hurt. He's been jerked around and all of this stuff, all this insanity that swirled around Zach this week. All right. And then the crap with me, that maybe in some kind of crazy cosmic universe way, this is going to, you know, propel this team to maybe win a football game this week. Now, I was going to take the Jets this week, and I said, you know, I'm going to stay away in my picks. And it's funny, the line is gone. If you look at the line, the line opened up at six. It's now down to three and a half. Houston's favored by three and a half. And one thing I will say, Look, the Texans had a great year. They're 7-5. C.J. Stroud's been unbelievable. He's going to be the rookie of the year. You know, there's been talk about him being the most valuable player this year uh, in the NFL. I don't think he's going to get that. But there's still a young team on the rise, Houston. And now you're now you're going into a game on the road that you're expected to win against a Jet team that's now lost five straight games and sits there at 4-8. and eight. So in a weird kind of way, I like the Jets this week. I think they're going to win this game. Now, there's no reason for me to believe that except for all the insanity that has happened this week. And the one thing that they have to do, the one thing that this coaching staff has to do this week, let Zach go. Let him wing it. Let him chuck the ball down the field. You know, I've been screaming for a long time that the first play from scrimmage should be a play-action bomb. And I think last week in the loss to Atlanta, that's exactly the play they called. But Boyle 
didn't pull the trigger on it. <clears throat> and apparently Garrett Wilson was open on the play and he never threw the ball. He wound up throwing the ball away down the sideline. What was that? Right then and there, that should have been the end for Boyle. But, uh, you know, that's what they need to do with Zach this week. And I guess Wilson Garrett was open on a lot of plays that Boyle and Simeon never pulled the trigger on. Terrible. So they got to let Zach wing it this week. I want to see him chucking the ball down the field. What does it matter at this point? And how about this, too? How about we get – how about – and I have screamed about this with Wilson. How about designed runs for him? We know he can run. We know he's got some speed. We know he's got some escapability. Why don't they let him ha- – why aren't there design runs for that, for Zach? Quarterback draws, you know, RPOs, run pass options where, you know, he gets away from the pressure. This is what we need to see. We really do. And I think with all the controversy this week, this team's going to come out firing this week against Houston, and I think they're going to win. And rare did I think that. But I just got a crazy feeling about that this week. I really do. So we'll see how it plays out. <clears throat> One o'clock Sunday at MetLife, the seven and five Texans against the four and eight Jets. And it should be a uh, very, very, very interesting day. How about last night, as we before we get to the sponsors? How about last night? How about the Bailey Zappies beating Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh 21 18? All of a sudden, the Steelers, man, who've been. You know, really doing it with smoke and mirrors all year. Now, Pickett didn't play last night. Mitch Trubisky was the quarterback for Pittsburgh, and that's that's not very good for them. But the Bailey Zappies with a big night. I mean, how about that? Big big interception return by uh, Jabril Peppers in this game that set up a touchdown for New England. A couple touchdown passes for Zappi. Uh, one to uh, Hunter Henry. One to Zeke Elliott. Uh, big catch in the game by Juju Smith-Schuster against his old team. So the Bailey Zappi Patriots um, coming in at 2-10, and 10, knock off the Pittsburgh Steelers who came in at 7-5. and five. So uh, the Belichicks now sit at 3-10 and 10 on a year, and the uh, Tomlins sit at 7-6, and six, still with uh, a ch- an opportunity to make the playoffs. But uh, last night, New England wins it 21-18. All right, let's get our sponsors in here. Uh, before we do our um, before we do our NFL picks for uh, for this week, and of course everybody knows who the sponsors are. We start with our good buddies at the Hackensack Brewing Company. You know, a lot of people have asked me when the next live podcast will be. Probably sometime after New Year's. Uh, you know, one of the problems right now with doing a live podcast there is the weather. You know, it's cold. And, you know, they, you know, we generally would do them outside. Well, you're not going to be able to do that now. But we're probably going to do the next one. Next live podcast will probably be uh, sometime prior or so, to the or right around the NFL playoffs right after the new year. So we'll let you know. Check out the uh, Brewing Company located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds off, off of a Route 4 in Hackensack. Who needs a house down in Hackensack? Tap rooms open 4.30 to 10 Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. A couple tombstones for me with the way it's gone down this week. Uh, Let me check out Mike Jones. Check out TJ. Check out everybody over there, Herb and Andre and everybody, the Hackensack Brewing Company. And again, we'll let you know when the next live podcast will be. Also, a needed discount tire, go check out. 
my son Johnny, he's reeling a little bit right now with his with his uh, Saints, who've lost a couple games. Derek Carr hurt as well as they sit there at five and seven in the in their division, uh, a game behind Atlanta, who's six and six and just a horrific NFC South. But nevertheless, I mean, how did the Jets get in that division? But whatever. Um, yeah, it would be nice if they were in that division. But nevertheless, uh, go check out Johnny. Go check out Ari, his boss. Go check out Rob, one of the top mechanics. You need work done on your car. Uh, you need tires. You need your car inspected, whatever it is. Go see our friends that are needed discount tire. And, of course, they're in uh, Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. And tell them I sent you uh, a needed discount tire. And, of course, finally, last but not least, our friends at DraftKings. And whatever you want to bet on, you know, the NBA, the NFL, the college football, college football playoff, of course, coming up. That's not till uh, January 1st. You got all these crazy bowl games going on before that, starting in about another week, week and a half or so. Uh, the NFL, the hockey, whatever. Uh, get in on the action and use the code O to pain to sign up. New customers bet $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code O. The pain, O-H-T-H-E-P-A-I-N. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.sot1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Text HOPE-NY-467-369. Check it out. You want to bet on anything, it's DraftKings. All right, here we go. My NFL picks, my pro football picks. We move into week 14 in the ever-fast-moving NFL season. I mean, it just... Seems to go by like a uh, like a heartbeat. The NFL. I'm I've, I've had a terrific year. Two and one. Another winning week for me last week. I went two and one. I'm 25 up and 14 down for the year. 11 games over 500. Really, have had a very very good year. I lost last week with the Steelers. The game I was the most confident in. The Steelers, who were five and a half point favorites against Arizona. Arizona comes in and beats them 24-10. Big game for Kyler Murray. Remember, that game was a little whacked out, too, because they had a couple of weather delays there in Pittsburgh. So I lost that game uh, with the Steelers against Arizona last week. I won with the Bengals on Monday night. They were getting eight and a half in Jacksonville against the Jaguars and won the game outright in overtime, 34-31, behind Jake Browning and memo to the Jets. Jake Browning uh, is a uh, free agent at the end of the year, and God (laughs) knows next year – we need a legitimate veteran backup for Aaron Rodgers. Memo to my football team. But I won with the Bengals, and I also won with the 49ers, who were laying three in Philadelphia and just dusted the floor with the Eagles, beating them 42-19. And right now, the San Francisco 49ers, in my mind, are by far the best team in the NFL. They don't have the best record. Philly's still sitting there at 10-2. and two. San Francisco's 9-3. and three, But... Uh, you know, they're going to be – it's going to be hard-pressed for anybody to beat them. You just look at – I mean, they've blown out everybody. They blew Philly out on the road. They blew Jacksonville out on the road. They blew the Cowboys out. That was actually in San Francisco. They blew Seattle out on the road. I mean, right now, uh, the, the 49ers just look like a juggernaut. So, 2-1 and one last week, 25-14 and 14 for the year. Here we go for week 14. I'm taking the Bengals again. At home, getting a point over Indianapolis. Indianapolis playing great football with Gardner Minshew. They're 7-5 and five right now. They continue to win football games uh, for uh, Sean Stipen. He's done a great job there. They're in prime playoff position. Just a game, Indianapolis, behind the 
uh, Jaguars, who were in first place at eight and four in the AFC South. I like the Bengals to win this game outright at home. You're getting a point. Jake Browning looked tremendous last week. You know, even though Burrow's not there, you know, they're in, they're in a playoff mix too. The Bengals are sitting there at six and six. They're not out of it at all at this point, even without Burrow. You know, they still got all their weapons. You know, they still got Joe Mixon. They still got DeMar Chase. Uh, they still got T. Higgins. So I, I like I like the Bengals here to beat the Colts outright. Give me, give me Cincinnati at home getting a point against Indianapolis. That's game one. Game two, I love the Cowboys laying three and a half at home against Philadelphia. Let's be honest right now. You know, nobody outside of San Francisco – Nobody is playing better football than Dallas. You know, you can make a case right now for Dak Prescott being the MVP of the league. He's had an unbelievable year. And the Cowboys, let's be honest, they when they played the Eagles earlier in the year, they probably should have won a game in Philadelphia. Remember Dak stepping out of bounds, going for the two-point conversion, the inability to score a touchdown, uh, you know, from inside the 10-yard line, and they wound up losing a very tough game by five points. And the Eagles, to me right now, they're reeling a little bit, you know. They got whacked last week by the 49ers. So even though they're sitting there at 10-2, San Francisco blew them out last week, really embarrassed them at home. They were fortunate the week before that to beat the Buffalo Bills at home in overtime. Remember, they needed a 60-yard field goal by Jake Elliott to tie the game and send it into overtime. And they wound up pulling the game out in overtime, 37-34. Uh, even, you know, beating Kansas City, they had to come from behind to beat the Chiefs on the road on a Monday night a couple of weeks before that, as my wife will begin her uh, sneezing session. That'll be at least four or five, and we'll bless her once, and that'll cover it all. But I love the Cowboys here. I really do. I, I think they're going to blow the Eagles away. I, I, I really do. And I think right now they're probably a better team. Give me Dallas laying three and a half at home against Philadelphia. That's game two. Game three. Now, I've had a lot of success laying the big wood this year. I don't know what the exact number is, but I have been very, very, very successful laying double-digit lines this year, and I'm doing it again. I'm going – we actually have two Monday night games this week. we got the Giants and the Packers uh, at MetLife on Monday night, and I thought long and hard about taking the Giants getting six, but I kind of backed away from that. I kind of like the way the Giants are playing right now. Tommy DeVito is going to start again, as he should even though Tyrod Taylor is healthy. But I'm taking the Dolphins at home against Tennessee, laying 13 and a half, because the Dolphins are just killing everybody that has a losing record that they play. They've lost three games all to good teams. They're sitting there at nine and three. Right now, they're tied with the Ravens uh, for the best record in the AFC to get home field advantage throughout. They play tremendous football in Miami. My buddy JJ is going to be at the game again. And uh, I, I like him laying three, 13 and a half. Tennessee's not any good. They're sitting there at four and eight. And, I, you know, I got to believe the Dolphins are winning this game by at least two touchdowns. How many touchdowns is Tyreek Hill going to have this week? Did you watch him last week? He was running by the, the uh, commander secondary like there was nobody there. I mean, he's having an all-time a year for wide receivers. I don't know how, many, how much yardage he has. I don't know what the yardage record is. For most yards receiving in a year, I got to believe either Jerry Rice or Randy Moore, somebody like that must own that record. Tyreek Hill is going to shatter that. He's also got 12 touchdowns, and you got Jalen Waddell on the other side with two or throwing a ball to him. 
I'm laying the big number, 13 and a half. Give me the Dolphins on Monday night, uh, laying almost two touchdowns against ten, the Tennessee Titans. So the Beningo picks for week 14. Give me the Bengals plus one at home against the Colts. Give me the Cowboys laying three and a half at home against Philadelphia. And give me the Dolphins at home in Miami laying 13 and a half against the Tennessee Titans. The Joe Beningo pro football picks week 14 in the NFL. Now, Terry's retired for the rest of the year doing the picks. We've retired her. So next year, if we're still doing this next year, because who knows, you never know. If we're still doing this podcast next year, Terry will be back. She's going to really work on it in the offseason and try to bounce back with a big year. So I know everybody's kind of upset that Terry's not doing her picks here, but, you know, what are you going to do? You can't have everything. So uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see uh, what happens next year. Like I said, if we're still doing the podcast, uh, God willing, you never know how it's going to shake out. But uh, Terry taking the uh, rest of the year off as far as the picks are concerned. She's going to stun everybody next year, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, we got a couple minutes left to go here. Um, yeah, big week, as I said, uh, another big week in the National Football League. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see how the Jets – like I said, I like the Jets to win this game. It's crazy. But with all the uh, wild stuff going on in the atmosphere surrounding the Jets, between the stuff about Zach Wilson, between the stuff about me and the head coach, uh, I think they're going to find a way to win. I think they're going to come out and play a big game. They do. I mean, look, they lost five in a row. They're due to win a football game. I know Houston is, you know, played great football. Give C.J. Stroud. He's been great. All of that. No doubt about it. But uh, I just got a feeling about this. I really do. And you still have a young football team. You used to remember they beat Denver last week at home, 22-17. Denver all of a sudden uh, playing really terrific football. Russell Wilson uh, looking like the Russell Wilson of his days in Seattle. But uh, nevertheless, I kind of like the Jets this week. I really do. I think they're going to find a way to win. And if I had four picks this week, I would have took the Giants. I like the Giants on Monday night, too. They're playing well. They I know they – look, they haven't beat – they won two games in a row with DeVito at quarterback. I know. They beat two terrible teams, Washington and New England. They're coming off their bye, the Giants. They're playing DeVito again, and I think that's the right call by Brian Dable, even though Tyrod Taylor is healthy. Uh, you're getting six, and I know the Packers are playing great, and Jordan Love looks terrific, and they come off a big win on Monday night against the Chiefs. I like the Giants in this game getting six. I don't know if they're going to win, but I would take the points. All right. Everybody, enjoy your week, uh, your weekend. Enjoy the football. Check me out tomorrow. I'll be on. It should be some show, 10 to 2 tomorrow on the fan. Uh, everybody, again, have a, a great, great weekend. And uh, all I can say is all the love.